to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. I'm back, bitches. I don't have anything else. <laughs> I was like going to be like, and India's not alone. But like, I just started. She's back from Bali, bitches. I startled myself. Yeah, oh. I'm back from Bali. Um, I didn't, well, I didn't end any friendships a la Tamara or Vicky. No. Vicky cried in Costa Rica. And then Tamara ran away in Bali from mm-hmm. Uh, Shannon. Nice. You'll <laughs> never see me again. <laughs> um, but weirdly, I had like a lot more. Even though I was in Bali, not Thailand, like I just kept thinking about Girls Trip Three the whole time that I was in Bali because we were always in these like little villas, and of course, it was like all of these college friends like reuniting, plus like one or two people that maybe didn't know each other beforehand, and so like you know, we were doing like our different activities every night. One of our friends and I like kept having like little, not quite headbutting, but like, I thought you were going to say made out. (laughs) This is like kissy kissy. (laughs) No. So what other people perceive as kissy kissy, I'm doing a little hand motion for those of you listening. Um, this is a small fight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's a tiny fight, not a kissy. A kissy would be like a (laughs) like a swerve that's a french kiss well yeah why would you do any other like peck i'm not here for church pecks no we too grown you peck in church ew (laughs) not in i'm have you never seen the wedding singer when they say like they're talking about the wedding they're like a church kiss which is like an appropriate kiss for a wedding anyway oh so that's not the point thing <laughs> is that like I was getting in my Giselle Bryant for a minute uh with one of my friends and everybody was like all of our friends who have known us forever kept telling like other people like they're just always like this and I was like no this is just like things need to be said <laughs> but like our friend was struggling but also like I'm like a tough love person yeah I'm not, like, a, like luckily our other friend she's like very supportive and she was like it's gonna be okay blah 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 and I was just kind of like, we're in Bali. We're celebrating our friend's wedding. Like, calm down. <laughs> um, and so we were definitely like having moments. But then the last day, like, I thought I had lost my passport. And like, right away, they went to help me like look for it and stuff. So I was like, you know, we're always friends deep down. But it is probably like the closest thing to me having siblings where I'm like, oh, I'm going to murder these people. But then I also love these people. Oh, yeah, because you're an only child. So friends have to and cousins yeah yeah so i'm glad you had so much fun yeah did you bring me back a souvenir just tea (laughs) hot i love piping hot tea we all our friend group had a collective crush so like remember we were like the five or six tacky americans invited to this like beautiful wedding Mm -hmm. and um there was like this tall havesy man that we were all just like (gasps) at like literally so obviously just like all like who's that and our friend the bride was like 
oh yeah he's like one of our friends um but he's taken and we're like where's his girlfriend my like let's talk about savage my friends didn't give him a plus one because they don't believe he takes his relationship seriously enough they said he's taken but he sometimes acts like he's single and i said sounds like my type (laughs) (laughs) sounds non-committal i'll fix him Exactly. Well, no, it sounds non-committal. Same. <laughs> sounds like I don't actually have to follow through. <laughs> Love it. And then, um, yeah, but Savage, my friends were like, yeah, we didn't invite her because he doesn't take her seriously. <laughs> Drama. But then oh, I found out no. he cancer and so I was like, ooh, red flag. I haven't like that was God saying you haven't learned what's not for you. Or maybe you have learned and that's why you didn't go for it. No, I didn't go for it because I was jet lagged and a wimp. Oh. I don't do, I don't like. That was God, that was a God interference. (laughs) No, that was God reminding me like, you haven't like learned to look for the right thing yet. (laughs) Like (laughs) you still like problems. (laughs) But it wasn't just me. Everybody was like, who is that? And they like, of course, sat him like, because we were at these. Like, Wait, this you did tell me about this guy, but you didn't give me the scoop on. I think you told me about like him, but not like the tea on him. And like, let everybody know, like, I never spoke to him, by the way. Yeah. This was all just like at a distance because we were all at these like long banquet tables. Um, It's not like it wasn't like the kind of like where you can like sit and talk to new people or anything like that, really, unless they're like right next to you. Oh, Candace's and- mom would have a fit. Yeah. And I was um like, I liked where I was. I was like on the end and I was like basically as close to the head table as possible because bestie. um, So like me and my our other friend who was like emceeing the thing, we were on the end, which was good. But then I was sat next to a girl that like we went to college with, but I didn't know. And she like did the thing where she turned and like was talking to the person next to her and not including me. So I was just like, fuck my drag, I guess. I'm going to eat this dinner by myself sweating balls cool awesome I love being here because then my best friend was across but across a big banquet table with like right where you can't talk so whatever what a bitch I had a great time but I was still like why didn't this little girl know manners like include somebody in the conversation when you know that they're on the end and I'm in another country I don't have wi-fi I can't scan my phone at least if i'm by myself all right what a bitch it was obviously amazing as you know as you saw on the socials um best wedding ever just epic my friends are wonderful severe attention to detail i'm glad you had fun it was great i feel like uh as we talk about girls trip i'll like remember more moments from the trip (laughs) (laughs) also like girls trip this week was ridiculous I had low hopes because I was watching the other two episodes from when I was gone and I think because I was like sick and tired I was just kind of like oh here we go with girls trip again and then when I was watching this one I was like why am I weak like I was screaming this whole episode which which episode day six day six yeah the, uh, the most recent one it was like they went to the temple and leah's in the hospital and they do the pole dancing and stuff um I lost my mind the whole episode um so i actually Freaking. did not watch i actually did not watch day six just day four day five um 
India, what? Because it came on today, right? And I just haven't had time. I haven't had time. I can't stand her. She had time for an updo today, folks. An updo? For an updo <laughs> and to issue the written word of the Lord to y'all. But that took me like six. 15 minutes. And That's then I had more work to do. I've been watching Portia, your girl, who I'm now sold on. Well, you can just catch up up uh, catch us up I, I on it will. because sure um we can I discuss will. day four and five. Um, but right. yeah. Um, do you have a poppy and a poopy for this week? I do. Um, and I actually have a poppy prepared. Look at you come back from Bali and a different person. Yes. Um, my poppy goes to good as gold because I just oh, thought. Okay, so it's very un Sheena Shea to not blab about her business for an entire year. Like she and Brock have been married for an entire year, and she told no one but family. I'm guessing, like you know, like her mom. I was that, I was a little proud of her, but she still got her TV wedding. But yes, she still got her TV wedding, but she wasn't like freaking out like she was the last time. Like things didn't all go the way that she planned. Like Lala didn't show up to half the shit. Like. Her veil was blowing in the wind and she was just like, it's all good. I think because she was already married. I feel like when people do that, like it's good. But like, I think had she not already had the, it been so long, you know what I mean? Like she was just treating this like an appearance, like a club appearance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like a happy moment with everyone, but not no pressure because the pressure was already off. Yeah. Um, Which I think is the way to do. I know that um, Megan and Harry did that um before well, they got married I use them as examples of much i guess but <laughs> i just like the idea of doing something private between you two just for you two yeah. and then like being like okay um so she actually made me proud of that like of that growth with within her um i did write that i did write that she has demonstrated some growth and you know i don't really like that bitch so yeah knowledge i just really knows. wonder how the new season's going to be because clearly they've all became I don't think they much I think closer. The hot take. I think we should end the show. This it's season. a lot. It's a lot going on. Nobody's friends, and like also like uh, nobody's friends. The like, you know, people are either married and with babies, or like, or actually like hate each other in the kind of way like someone will get killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even fun rivalries anymore. It's just like they're like the there's no venn diagram anymore it's james and the girlies and then toms and raquel those are like not sustainable storylines where you'd ever like bring those two groups together anymore because the betrayals of the toms are so bad that if any of those women and james have anything right within them they're not gonna make a fake storyline with those people you know what i'm saying i don't know because like i just think about the way that like news and like celebrity news works and even like the past stuff that's happened on vpr of course we're in a whole new day and age and like half the things that people did then like aren't okay now like yeah. you just can't do that anymore but i do like i think who's on um katie was no was it Katie on everything Danny or everything iconic with Danny Pellegrino or was it Lala on Bravo, but just saying like, would you film with them? And it's like, I mean, I don't really have a choice. Like, would I like to, do I want to No. but are we on a TV show together? Yes. 
So I just wonder like when they start filming, which is going to be summertime. Like that's, I don't know, but I think they at least have to get through this season because everyone wants to see like, Oh, what's going to go on between all of, you know, like the Tom's and the Tom's business and him and Raquel and him and Ariana having to like sell their house and all of Ariana's good things and the opening of something about her. Like, I think everyone wants to see that, but I just wonder after this next season, what's going to happen because they either have to bring in, like, I don't even know. Well, they tried to reboot like right before the pandemic. Yeah. When they had all those. Yeah. We had the crazy lioness. I forgot her name, but I call her the lioness. She had like. Yeah. hair and she was a demon but i loved her um and then we had those boys that had said racist things so they got the boot really quickly um and that was like kind of a fail oh that was a big fail (laughs) not kind of well i'm I'm being generous because i'm sick so it (laughs) can my neurons aren't firing um but yeah like they i think they'd have to like pivot into a new show like end vanderpump rules come up with a new concept and whatever that concept is like you know valley village hoes or whatever not hoes that's disrespectful but like valley village vixens and it could be just about the girls like lala ariana sheena katie and then you know the hills like you know go forth because like we should not be giving any anyone named tom a platform anymore I'm fucking sick of them, both of them. They're I mean, so raggedy and indefensible. That interview, that that I interview, like twenty minutes of it. I regret to say, and I was just like, this person is a narcissist. This person's focus is like the first thing they talked about was like image and brands and all this stuff. And I was like, the amount of like selfish and detached and like not caring about people. Like, not even caring about yourself, honestly. Like, having no human emotion was creepy. And then Howie Mandel, like, just kept screaming about mental health. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, there's nothing about, like, mental health being discussed here. I think they discussed, like, they they were both depressed and, like, just, but acting in different ways. Like, he was going out. She was, like, isolating. Like, both of them were coping in different ways. And not yeah. having sex, like it all the things. Intellectual. Like you have a background in mental health. I have a background in public health. Like there would be some kind of conceptualization as to like discussing the condition and like how that impacts like choices and like, you know what I mean? Like we yeah. have vocabulary around that. Like just saying like that I'm depressed and I cheated on my girlfriend. Like I, I remember what you're saying, but like, I don't know. It was just so like such a bad way of using that as like the category of what was Yeah. And I'm not going to doubt that what Sandoval is saying about, like, them going to therapy, like, the actual, like, um, events that occurred weren't, like, didn't actually happen. Like, they could have very well happened, but that is not an excuse and does not give you a pass for cheating on your girlfriend. Because at the end of the day, if you don't want to be in a relationship, get the fuck out. Like, even if that person is like, I want to kill myself. I want to do that. Okay, well, you need to get some help. Let's get you some help. But that's not going to stop me from living my life and moving forward with what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like he just, he just continued to use mental health as a pass or being afraid for someone's mental health as a pass. If he was concerned about her mental health and like she was having any like types of ideation, the correct thing to do is to tell other people in your social support system and make a plan together to help her. Yeah. 
like there was no discussion of that it's like bring in um I I don't I don't remember if her parents I think her mother is alive like her brother is like a big part of her life bring in her brother bring in Sheena like bring in these people that care about her and like work together to like support her and make a plan while also like being able to remove yourself from the relationship but you know what I also realized in general men are such cowards like women are way more assertive and like if we don't want to be in something we just like once we're emotionally done it's over and we just like break up but men are such cowards because like they don't want to hurt your feelings they they're such narcissists and thinking that your world will crumble without them that instead of confronting you and saying like i don't want to be with you or like saying these are the issues they're not getting better i've checked out they'd rather cheat and just keep going like nothing's normal until you break up with them you know what i mean like it's kind of like they force your hand to for you to break up with them because they're such cowards I would counter though with like there are a lot of women who are also cowards but they like do it in a different way so like where you're saying like mental cheat and do raggedy things and like act out I feel like there's also other people like regardless of gender who just like shut down and withdraw yeah stay in it and like and I don't want to um speculate on Ariana's role in the relationship but there are like lots of people who stay together and just like shut down withdraw because they just don't want to be alone. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've witnessed so many people who just have such a fear of being by themselves. They will sit in like this relationship for such a long time. And it's yep. just so, it's hard for me to understand because outside of like financial hardship, you know, lack of like support outside of your relationship. Like when I see people who have all of those things, but just choose to stay in a relationship because- they like don't want to figure out how to like meet somebody new or be alone or whatever i'm just always like that seems miserable miserable but i love do you know how excited i am to be alone in this apartment and like screaming my head off at pepsi on girls trip three and i have no one to answer to i mean i love some alone time you know i love johnny june but i love a day where i can just like watch all the Bravo, even though he'll watch it with me, but watch all the Bravo, yeah. sit, pick my nose. Um, okay. That's a stretch. Um, oh, your nose. <laughs> Come on team, pick your nose. Watch Married at First Sight and just be by myself. Like, it's just so beautiful to love yourself that like you can, that you value like your alone time, yeah. even when you're in a relationship. Um, but that you also- even like you value your alone time, but you also like know why you're in a relationship. Yeah. And prioritize yourself. Because I'm like very similar to you. So like, obviously like, you know, when I'm doing like my group trips and stuff like that, like I love being social, but I need like little pockets of just me time. And, um, but like, I'm also on this trip because I want to be with like my friends or my family or whatever's going on. And like, same thing with relationships. Like, why are y'all going to be in a relationship if you're going to sit in separate wings of your Valley village house? You know what I mean? all the time like yeah we all like our pockets of time and there are times when you're not getting along and you're gonna they're gonna be hills and valleys of course come on hills and valleys of course my client calls me as soon as i'm like recording we are doing shows tonight for the gods honey um man this is an important client i'll wait i have to wait but um but yeah like like every relationship has hills and valleys but both people have to be willing to go through the peaks it's called peaks and valleys the peaks and valleys together if one person one person can't do it alone like correct at all 
and, and you can't exit alone. Well, I guess yeah, exit alone. And I mean, <laughs> there's also beauty and forgiveness. There's also beauty and like because people fuck up. Relationships aren't perfect. There are people who choose to stay with people who have cheated on them, who have betrayed them, because there's more to a relationship to betrayal than just cheating. There's more to losing trust than just like the the vagin the the pps as james would say bumping oh um, my god i was like <laughs> you mean to say vag and then you said pp and i went oh she did okay um come on so, so yeah um yeah i i'm interested i, I, I want to hear ariana's side of the story um it's the way that i'm waiting for may 17th but like, the way that i still at some point I wonder, I mean, I think that both of their sides, the truth is somewhere in the middle as far as their relationship, yes, not yes. Tom's like not lack of accountability. The, we know Tom is wrong, not the affair, but, but how, the, the, the demise of their relationship is somewhere in the middle of both I of their agree stories. There was just like a point after a while where it was just kind of like, what, what do they have going on? Like, they don't seem super excited around one another. And obviously like, you know, when you're in a long-term relationship, it's mm-hmm. not like rainbows and butterflies and roller coaster all the time, but you're still like having fun. And it seemed like that kind of went away in the past couple of years too. But it's also like pandemic. So it's hard to tell like what's a relationship specific thing and what's like the fact that like society has changed forever for us. I mean, I, I definitely think the foundation of any relationship, like with anything, is friendship, yes. friendship and respect. Because when you respect, respect. someone, and you're friends with them, you don't, things like this don't occur. You know what I mean? Like, because romance dies as much as people are like, oh, you have to like see them and kiss them and know that they're going and fireworks and butterflies all the time. It's like, no, after a while, like it it, it dies. Like, but friendship and respect is long lasting. forever. Let's make t-shirts. Friendship and respect is forever. (laughs) (laughs) F&R forever. Poppy merch. Um, how do we get here? Okay, so I said my poppy was Sheena Shea. My poopy, you already know wow. who my poopy is. <laughs> We've already talked about this. I'm just weak that like, no, I'm just weak that like, that's where we got, how we got here. Yeah. Well, we don't have to do poopies this week. How about I just do my poppy? No, I just want to say that like oh. Ruby was, Ruby was texting me. We were texting last night about um, VPR. And then she was like, she was like, on that note, I'm going to bed. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to send her what I just saw on IG stories because I don't want to make her night even worse. And so then I waited. I screenshotted it and waited till oh. today to send you the Kelly. This oh, morning. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. I was so scared about what you were going to say. I don't know why. <laughs> you look scared like, what? I know. I was like, wait a minute. What are we taking out of the cone of trust? No. Bitch. <laughs> I can't. I feel sick. Okay, go ahead. You can say who your poopy is. Kelly motherfucking Dodd. She's lost me, folks. She's lost it. She's lost Ruby. Like, I get, I get, no, I don't get it. Cause she's like, you know, Heather just keeps doing this. So I'm just doing this to like get back at her. But it's like, why you gotta involve the kids? What does a kid's um identity have to do with anything? Yeah. Oh the hate. Well, also, 
Yeah. She posted this like horrible thing that said like Heather has a man face and that's mm-hmm. used about like their gender. Mm-hmm. And this is a non-transphobic podcast. We're here for everybody's rights to be who they want to be and let people live their lives. And I feel like also, like you said, it's reductive to do that too. Yeah. Children is like disgusting. Like, how dare you? Like, that's why children don't feel safe because of people like killing mm-hmm. them fucking monster in the streets so it took me a while she voted for trump and i was still with her she did a lot of other things and i was still with her and for anybody who has like an eyebrow raise at that one go look up all of your housewives voting records because a lot of those bitches voted for trump i mean i have friends that voted for trump and as much as we're like it's like the lesser of two evils and so it's not like one person was jesus christ and the other person was a devil they're both equally satans so um i'm so sorry <laughs> um i did this thing um can i do a sidebar right now yes about my life um my friend amber that you know um i was said something like thank you so much for like dealing with me when i send you all these texts and she was like, remember before we had do not disturb how you would send me emails? And I was like, what? And she was like, when we had the time difference and you wanted to like send me all your thoughts, but you didn't want to wake me up. Cause she would always keep her phone on because she has like a big family and she was like scared of emergencies and stuff. Yeah. She would apparently because I was on the West Coast and she was on the East Coast, I would send her emails with thoughts. And now she found them and is sending me the emails I used to send her. Cringe. (laughs) And they're paragraphs. They're like literally like essays about things. And like even down to the red carpet, as we know, I love a red carpet review. I'm just, I'm, one is called a discussion on Gossip Girl. Another one is just called Betty Who. And then another one's red carpet. I just. Ruby, I, you have always been unhinged. <laughs> I think. Who sends emails? For one. Are we in 1992? No, it was 2014, according to. Obviously. Me. Listen, I was looking at those dates. I was like, I went through a lot of grief at that time. So maybe I was just feeling some stuff and had my thoughts on. People had died, okay? <laughs> and so I was <laughs> my best friend. <laughs> I'm a sicko. This is why we don't, that's why my phone is on Do Not Disturb when we record, but I was like pulling up my notes and then I just like saw I'm screaming and then realized she was screaming at my own words. Yeah, you never send me emails, but just definitely like texts. And then I would just pin, not, well, that was before pen. I would just not read it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean- I like to appropriate time. I expect anybody, you know, like people read at their pace. I don't even really need anybody to answer because like my friends will process, you know. But the emails are just it's giving unhinged. <laughs> it's giving Cynthia Bailey friendship contract. Like it's giving Kyle Cook. <laughs> oh my God, my doppelganger. Holy cow, I'm Kyle Cook. I can't. I can't. Okay, oh. tell me who your poppy and poopy are. Because you were you prepared for once in your life. Well, I have prepared. My poppy is Marisol Patton because in the episode that you didn't watch this week, 
that bitch was sending me like she had every motherfucking one-liner this week like she told candace she was loud um she was like calling out whitney for not like having learned anything in thai um she was like like recalling her mother in the spirits like she just um she was laughing at Portia forgetting who Alexi was. And then she's like, huh, that's my best friend. <laughs> and I was just like, you're out of pocket this whole episode, Marisol. And I just love her dearly. because she's It's the ulcer like, medicine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Probably. I'm going to end up like her. That's why I'm laughing. No. Um, she like was really well prepared with her part of like the itinerary, which we'll talk about later. Um, and then she was just like calling everybody out for being inept. And I love that in people call it out, call it out. Brandy Glanville season three of Beverly Hills. Um, and then my poopy of the week. Um, I kind of feel like it's Sierra on watch what happens live because every time she's on that damn talk show, I swear. She's like, I don't want to be here. I just have to be. It's giving like, I'm just here. So I don't get fined energy. And she's always like, why do y'all ask me this? Why does this happen? Can I be single? Like, everything's always like, she's never like having fun with any of the segments. It's a little like, un- yeah, unprepared and lazy. Um, but it, like, I will or say. Like, I'm, or like, I'm too good for this, you know? Yeah. Um, like Paige, Paige comes with like canned like PR answers, but at least she's playing the game. You know what I mean? Like, she'll just like participate. She was giving a lot of like, um, sorry, tell me what you think about Sierra and then I'll say something about Paige. I I was just going to say that, um, like also Paige had like very realistic answers. Like when it came to like first, like first time you have sex and like, and so for, for Sierra, I mean, she is a Capricorn. We do set unrealistic expectations that not even us can meet. So I'm like two to one to two months before you have sex. Like girl, you, you fucked Austin in the closet at the winter house. Maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. But shots fired. You fucked him on the couch at Craig's house. I'm just kidding. She did. No, but I think she did. (laughs) I think she did though. Or did she go to his house, you think? You fucked him after the whole Lindsay thing. Like, come on. I mean, she did do that. And so I'm like, maybe she's like going through like a transformation. She's like, this is what I don't do anymore. Like, this is what I do now. But I'm like, all it takes is for that one guy that you're like, oh no, and the floodgates open and you're like, two months? Fuck you, Steve Harvey, in this 90-day rule. Listen, I was not thinking like Steve Harvey at that wedding. If he would, I would. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All it takes is that one drunken time and you're like, you wake up, you're like, what the fuck? For, yeah, forget alcohol. Also, when me and John like started dating, when we, I say we got so belligerently drunk off of martinis, neither one of us knew like we were going to get belligerently drunk. We, I woke up to pictures and videos of us making out, like Ew. just making <laughs> full making out. I was so embarrassed. I deleted Don't all of it. Don't be doing that. I was. I deleted all of it. Like I'm like, we were doing this. <laughs> what is wrong with that? highly embarrassed <laughs> now i wish i would have kept some of it just to like laugh at I because it's like oh, after our like first date um i would be weak if i saw that i have one picture left of that day and we both all both of our eyes are like uh-oh closed <laughs> red as fuck and i'm like okay mess a hot I'm, mess i'm what? obsessed though that's hilarious yeah she just was like not cooperating 
I will say like at least at one point she said like something nice about Chris and I was like okay like at least she's trying to be a little thoughtful with answers I was shocked at um there was like it felt like there was this weird energy when they were talking both of them talking about Craig like I don't know if they were just trying to throw us off the scent or something but it was very like Craig could be in limbo energy it was very like yeah and it was very like I know Paige I admire that Paige is so focused on herself and like what she wants that she's like anything could happen like she's not like this is a full guarantee and I think that like women we think that like it all has to be all or nothing when there's always like this middle ground of like this could like be the one for me this like this person could be the one for me or they could not we'll see where it goes and so for her to be like 7.58 as like a skill in the relationship it was honest I was a little cringe. I was like, at least give it like a nine. You know, I feel like nine is a safe answer. If nine you- is a safe answer. Eight and a half, nine. Yeah. If you want to act like you're tough, like eight and a half. When she said seven and a half, I went, ooh. Oh, girl. I- honest, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So we're just going to punch it and start talking about our shows this week. Let's do it some summer house i feel like a brief highlight of hump rules and then between india and i we will do a compendium of four through six of girls trip yeah but somehow we're gonna make it snappy um summer house will be snappy for me because i watched it while i had the flu so i wrote minimal notes um kyle turned 40 which was a lot um i loved that like uh they invited like pretty much like all house alumni except for austin like they had like Rachel with the flowers. They had Jason. And no Andrea. Um, Lu- oh, I forgot about Daddy. Yeah, they had Luke, and then they had somebody else. No, um, Corey. Oh, that guy. But Jason um, and Rachel. Um, yeah, I don't know why Andrea wouldn't come with his girlfriend. Like, let's see. I mean, maybe he had something to do. Happened. Um, I was really impressed when. I mean, I don't think you listen to a lot of country music but when i saw that a real country band was at the party i was like okay budget like we did something about that and apparently kyle was the one who called them himself so yeah and they said on watch what happens live like we've known him for a year and he's unhinged they didn't say he's unhinged but they said he's a character which is white people term for it he's unhinged (laughs) people call me a character i know (laughs) that's what people fucking say when they don't want to say like that bitch is crazy because they don't want me to fight them like, <laughs> let him know. People John were saying, just calls me a loser. He's like, what a loser. Like, whenever I'm like, I trip her. He's like, what a loser. I don't get unhinged ever. What? I don't get the term, like, I'm unhinged. I just get like, what a loser. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. I thought you meant like, he literally just said that to you about something. And I was like, what did you do in no. that? <laughs> um, I, I did. See- what were you going to say? Oh, no. I was going to say, Luke loves that melanin because when Gabby said that they had matched on a dating app of you. I know. I said, okay. And now I'm being with Tasha. Luke and Tasha. I hope that's it. He's like, in Minnesota, I didn't get any of that. So bring me the melanin. There's not a lot. You know, I my dad's from there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I look at your dad. Melanin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. He got himself a Puerto Rican. He said, oh, no. I was like, he got like the, spice. the lightest melanin he could find. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess technically there's something down deep. Culture nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, he got culture. He sure did, but 
Yeah, melanin would be a stretch. <laughs> my mom, he got a ginger. Like, <laughs> but Lord, yeah, you know, if they can't find it in that state, they go out and they look elsewhere. It's a more diverse state than you would think, but not 30 years ago. How about that? Yeah, but Lukey, he loves him some melanin. Love it. Corey, I, I actually like him and Sam together. I think they're a well-matched, the like, like chaos they're chaos together well matched because both of them talk too much both of them are loud and just kind of crazy and so when Corey was like "Mm, I'll take stay with me on the alcohol run and they like had things in common and I was weak when she was like yeah I was weak when she was like yeah I don't really cry that much but I did cry two weeks ago because it was just the one thing that could make me cry and I'm like Maya and the fact that Sierra was like I mean that's like the least crazy thing Maya has said like that you know so i was like so what else has she been saying oh i missed that scene sierra said that on watch what happens live oh I didn't yeah finish. okay because okay. they asked like was it fucked up that maya said that to sam or whatever and sierra's like i mean that's not the craziest thing she said so i believe that maya seems like a lot like she wasn't even hugging her boyfriend when he showed up she's like i'm sweaty i was like I get it, but like at the same, you know, when somebody just like you're just always catching them in the wrong attitude, so you're just yeah. like, here's another strike on. She your wasn't body. on the episode that much, and I didn't. She hasn't been on much her. episodes recently, and I haven't missed her. her. Didn't miss her at all. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the awkwardness between Jason and Lindsay. I still just find Jason fine. So like, even though he dates Giselle and swerved on Lindsay and all this, stuff, I'm still like, I like seeing an attractive man on my screen. Wasn't mad at it. Yeah. And also I need uh whatever they're doing this season with the Polaroids or the disposable cameras or whatever, I'm sick of seeing those fucking like pictures. Have you noticed that they always are like click and then they show yeah. like flashback? I'm like, it's not 2015. I don't need to see- this is not the perks of being a wallflower. I don't need to see that shit. I mean, like, I love the Polaroids just to have, but and I like I've but visited- it's like pushing the Polaroid agenda. Yeah. On. Yeah. Because I've I've visited Corey's page and I like that he like does those reels where it's like picture 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 it's like do 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 like very fast through Polaroids I think that that's kind of cool but yeah I don't need to that is yeah the program and then um most importantly we had a drunken hot dog confrontation between Danielle and Lindsay I'm I have not moved my stance I understand how danielle feels i just still feel like she went about it the whole wrong way yeah the drama over the glizzies was a lot to take um i can't with you (laughs) i was like glizzies and then i remembered your instagram story she means Um, guys that's atlanta hot dogs is it? They said that in DC. They said that in DC too. Glizzies, because I mean of the rapper Shy Glizzy, which in hindsight is not a great name. Shy Dick, Shy Hot Dog. Well, the YT just jumped out of me. My bad. It's okay. <laughs> not invited to the cookout anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're always invited to the cookout. Um, but only if, only if I bring flan. <laughs> <laughs> bring flan or rose compoyo. <laughs> Some... No, I can't do that. I could, I could do the pulled pork. I can make you guys some a little pork shoulder. I don't eat any pork, so. Esta niña. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. And um, on my trip, 
my friend Taylor is also Latina. And so like, I would be showing her these clips from like girls trip or like clips from my visit with my family. And I would say like these phrases and it sends her when I talk in Spanish. Cause she's like, your accent is so much better. And she's like, you just sound like one of those old ladies. <laughs> Marisol. <laughs> Literally. Cause I'd just be like, Ay, por favor, esta tipa me tiene loca. And then she would just be like losing her shit and nobody understood why it was funny except for the two of us. I love it. But I like you guys are basically Marisol and Alexia. (laughs) No, we legit are Marisol and Alexia, except I think in that relationship, I think I'm Alexia because she's always sick. So, Um, but anyway, back to Danielle, Lindsay and the Glizzies. Um, I just like the way that Danielle was like so headstrong about it and when like Lindsay was defending her point every time Lindsay said something she's like why are you defensive and it's like because you're having a discussion in which you're defending each other's points like exactly and I I agree I think Danielle has a and I think Paige and Sierra actually a little bit more gentler at least Paige on watch what happens live and like you know like their friendship like they both are wrong and the things that are going on in their friendship um, but I think Lindsay is just being way more mature about it, like yeah. in her communication. It's like, I felt attacked because you like did this in front of a group, like the a group setting, like, and you know that like that wouldn't go well with me. And Danielle, I see like her side of like struggling and like just wanting Lindsay to check in. And I get how like when you're in a relationship, like you often, like you're more focused on your partner and less like you can like you know, like you sometimes miss out or don't check in on your friends as much as you used to. And so I get Danielle's side with that and like struggling with that. But like, you're, it's just like a cry for help in like the wrong way. It's like a child temper tantrum. You also have to verbalize your needs because like biggest thing in a friendship and in a relationship too, is like, I do try to be like really self-aware and really check in. But like all of us, it's not just if we're in a relationship, like we can all have so many things going on Mm -hmm. that- like you just lose track of time. And it's like, if you are concerned about that, you have to speak up again in a solo setting first, not in a group setting and say like, Hey, I'm just been really having a hard time and I need someone to talk to. Yeah. Like that's how you need to approach it. Not like, Hey, you haven't been checking in on me or Hey, you haven't been doing this or Hey, I feel like you're just when you approach your upset from like blaming the other person, that's just never going to go well. Nope. If you frame it from like, Hey, this is what I need from you in our friendship or relationship or whatever it is. The other person's going to be so much more receptive to that. Yep. And so you can't resent someone for like not being a mind reader of what you may or may not need, because regardless of that relationship, like if let's say they weren't in a relationship and Danielle was going through a hard time and Lindsay just didn't realize because Danielle didn't vocalize it. Cause like you know, if you're not showing it on the outside and you're covering it up by like always wanting to like have a good time and celebrate because you're trying to distract yourself, people are going to take what you're doing at face value, even if they know you really well. Like they're not going to like try and make you feel bad and be like, hey, are you covering up something? Like, is anything wrong? If you're not showing demonstrable signs that you're upset. You know, I just had an aha moment. You know how Danielle or everyone is like, I think, well, I'll just use Danielle as an example. How Danielle is like, you know, like you and Carl act like everything is happy-go-lucky. Like you don't share like the hardships you go through. Like you're not real on, you know, like with us, but Danielle, you're not being real either. Like, it's not like you're going out of, 
your way I, to like you're pretending like you either. like yeah. you're you're pretending like your relationship with Rob Robert is just fine and like you know we don't see each other that much but it's fine like we're all good like let's buy a house together all these plots Ooh. that like can clearly see that aren't true you know what I mean like pointing fingers but also not being real about your shit so no people do that all the time like I feel like that's what that whole cast does too yeah because Paige and Craig they're on different pages about things that they're like looking for in the progress in their relationship Sierra is trying to figure her shit out you know what I mean like but it's much easier to be like instead of like talking about themselves and what they're going through to be like, oh, why are you guys acting like you're having a good time? And like, why are you acting like your relationship is moving in a positive direction? And it's like, it is. Like, yeah. like they're actually telling their story. Right. Bad or ugly, you fucking morons. Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, Kyle and Amanda used to use Lindsay for a bunch of shield. Like I always call it a shield. Like when you use somebody else's. Because mm-hmm. like, that's what the Toms did with Jax for like the whole first eight years of the show. Was while Jax was on the show. They would focus on all the fucked up things Jax did so mm-hmm. they kind of like not notice or not think as much of the fucked up things they were doing too. Yep. And so Lindsay Hubbard is like literally everybody's shield on that damn show. Yeah. I also did appreciate Craig and Paige talking about like their relationship and Paige just being like, why do, why is it that I have to change my life? Like, why is it that like, cause I'm the, the one who's is affecting, like I have to be, when she was crying, like, I don't want to be that far away from my mom. Like things like that. Those are like real things. And like, I appreciated that. Like they actually had that conversation and that Craig is like, I can move. Like, I'm not opposed to moving to new york for you like i'm not opposed to that i know we see our life eventually in charleston when we have kids because it's just more practical to be there but i can move for you like you don't have to change your life it's okay like i appreciated that i thought that that was like a sweet moment um between them i think they're gonna have a challenging time whenever they choose to figure that out because i feel like they're both on like the more domineering like I want it my way side you know what I mean I don't know Craig is like I feel like when like him and Naomi like I feel like Naomi was like the alpha of their relationship and I or like the one who I feel like Craig was the one who cared more about like his relationship with Naomi and I feel like Craig is the one who cares more like who loves more in his relationship with Paige like she's fine like for a man I always think that a man should love a woman a little bit more but I do think that like like he would give in to her like and make the changes for her so to make it work well I think before she, she would he would like you said like oh I'm gonna move to New York for now because you said you'll move to Charleston eventually yeah and if she doesn't do that then they break up do you know what I'm saying like yeah I still think that like in the back of his mind he's expecting things to go mm-hmm. in the direction that he wants it to go and I could see her being like I will I want to live in upstate New York down the street from my parents yeah instead you know? of in Charleston so and that's like always what I've thought about that relationship altogether it's like you can get like again you can have friendship and respect and stuff like that. But if you also don't have like a vision for like your long-term, like mm-hmm. what you want your life to look like. And also life is long. Like people don't think about like living life in chapters. Like 
I think my life and like the way I grew up was very different too, right? Because I was always moving around. My parents have even moved like in their 50s. So to me, like you can change your life whenever you want to, but a lot of people don't see life like that. Yeah. And so they're very like all or nothing. So if you're kind of like, once we pick a place, that's the place forever, then you're going to kind of like reduce your options versus like, let's grow, like grow and move together and like go through different phases. Of right. Life. Right. For sure. So that's my only concern with those two. I mean, um, that's like all that really happened on the episode. There was obviously a lot of drinking. Really it. Like it was just the party. It did look like a fun party. I was like, this is the kind of party y'all need to have all the time. Cause I'm sick of whatever the fuck these parties have been recently since the whole COVID of it all. They just seem lame as shit. Yeah definitely very lame like this is what we watch summer house to see is like the parties like the the drunk conversations the like not this dark shit like and you're in bed like all day to themes we want decoration like as annoying as the girls are like i do agree when they like rated gabby down a little bit on the parties like again like we said gabby thought bravo did it and it's like no if you're part of summer house you have to plan your party and you have to do a good job at it. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. We have any other notes on pump rules aside from Sheena's growth? Um, I would just say that we kind of texted about this. The wedding was giving like fancy cruise wedding to me between like the fire dancers and the hibachi rehearsal dinner. I was like, this just feels like carnival cruise on land you know like she got a good package deal for 200 people and it was like you get all these amenities but it was like what you get at like a family resort yeah I think that the resort was was nice like especially like that spa area I'm like oh that's so nice but the hibachi for an engagement dinner like what are we doing what are we doing the engagement party I thought was nice like they had the fire breathers and 757 homecoming um what's that road jefferson boulevard or jefferson avenue i can't remember um in newport news <laughs> jefferson i was like i was like patrick henry mall is across the street and let's get that hibachi before you know we're twerking to low by florida oh um, god best not get the strump y'all if you want to dance the night of life <laughs> that's what it was giving me um also katie just like I was so proud of her because I've been like rewatching season three when she's so when she was the pathetic one for like dealing with all these people to like stay with Schwartz like mm-hmm. trash people and ironically it's the same season as Sheena's first wedding a lot of parallels but um I was so like it reminded me of why like the people on this cast used to make me mad because I was just like katie like get a backbone and then it's like it took nine years but she got one so I was very happy when she like told him that he was a pathetic drunk loser because these are all truths oh yeah Besides. the fact that shorts was just showing up to everything like wherever she was at like ew hey. and he has that baby voice too he's like hey guys i'm like go away like make yourself look more guilty and then just like how are you 40 years old and you're still doing that thing where he's like no we didn't make out like you know like he's just like joking pretending it didn't happen like if he says it didn't happen it's not real kind of thing and like yeah, yeah i embarrassed to make out with raquel too because she's adult but okay and her drama of like walking with schwartz not walking with schwartz because she wants to walk well 
I was like, girl, this is not your wedding. Shut up. Like, you're also almost 30. Get a fucking life. Yeah. But yeah. And then, of course, it's like Porsche's um, reception at the end of the episode. Like, she's so happy. But because of the Katie of it all, they're playing like all this dark music. It was like giving the hills, like, mid season cliffhanger. It was like, cause love's about to die. And like, <laughs> I was like what? Like, while Sheena's holding her baby with her new husband, well, her year-old husband, I was just like, why? Also, Brock shoes, fucking ugly. Those white ankle boots with, like, buckles on them. I was like, this must be an Australian thing. No, it's it's not. (laughs) That's a Brock thing. Those are ugly. The Australian thing is them drinking out of the shoe. That's called a shoey. But the shoes that he chose to wear for his event were fucked up and his choice alone i'm very glad she wore a pretty dress though her dress was so much better than her first dress oh my gosh so much better so much more classier i mean the shoes were a choice shoes were a choice well again apparently couples who wear ugly shoes together stay together oh summer moon was so cute she looks just like a perfect blend of the two of them like it's so cute to see her oh my goodness yeah i like her so cute I like Summer Moon than more than both her parents combined. Oh my gosh, she's a star. Her and Ocean. Ocean is so cute too. They're cute. I don't know if they're stars. Let's not get crazy. But they're cute. Summer Moon's a star. I mean, that name is the name of. Well, well, <laughs> let's stop there because she's a baby and we just talked about not talking about people's kids. No, but- I was going to say something nice and then I realized like Ruby will probably say the, the opposite. So. Well, let's just not say it at all. <laughs> let's all save everybody. Um, let's go to Thailand. Um, you'll have to give me some refreshers about four and five because I, again, had the flu while I was watching them. So I was in a bad mood. Okay. Um, when did I watch these? I can't remember. I think over the weekend. Um, but basically, I mean, day four was really, it started off with Heather getting caught up in a lie. Like people realizing like, oh, Heather is not who she says she is or does not tell the truth. Like Whitney is right about that because Portia was asking her more about like her process of getting off the Mormon role. And she was like, oh, I haven't started yet. And Portia's like, isn't that what we were arguing about yesterday on the boat? And oh. yet she was like, you're not a bad Mormon. You're a bad liar. Like what? Oh, um, and just giving her advice about just extending grace, like to Whitney, because that's your family. Like, yeah just extend like give grace like you can do that um leah just is leah i'm so over her like she's just like this environment isn't healthy and i'm like her and candace i'm like i just can't and i love candace you know how i feel about candy 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 gal not not candy actual candy but candace like but this i'm like she's the worst on this show like she's so self-sabotage like they're both so Mm self-sabotaging it's like yeah it is a self-fulfilling prophecy if you say that you're miserable and everyone here is miserable obviously you're gonna feel miserable exactly off each other in that negativity but they both think that they're like these secret evolved humans and everybody else is in the wrong it's like no baby girl i'm sick of it then you're i'm so like over people thinking that like they don't need to to do more work on themselves like look in the mirror child oh oh, i will tell you about that with episode six um 
I'm gonna make John watch it after we watch a movie tonight. Um, but yeah, then they did Thai massages. When I tell you that I love a Thai massage, there's this place in LA that I used to go to all the time when I was in town because mm-hmm. I, I, I had things to do out there. So a lot of times I would just pop in, pop out. You know. <laughs> so. I cannot. I just interrupted blowing my own nose and have snot on my face. I had people to see. Um, uh, Secret lovers. Anyway, um, so I I went to this Thai massage place. Oh my gosh, the way they stretch you. All the things that they were doing, like I couldn't stand the moaning. Everyone like, oh, oh," moaning at everything. I'm like, y'all clearly have never had a Thai massage because that is the norm. They get, well, because they're just like so, um, I feel like that's like people also like out of touch with their bodies and also like they're so startled by those like movements and sensations like again these are people who are repressed because it's like it's like um a physical therapy stretch plus a chiropractor plus a massage all at once good it's It's so so good I need one I actually I'm like I was after that after that episode and now replaying this I'm like I, re- I remember that I need to book one because love a Thai massage. Yeah. Love. Um, I could not stand the moaning though. I was so over it. And Giselle just being like, they were trying to massage my vagina. <laughs> I was like, they sure weren't. They were not. Uh, and even if so, if you massage the top, it's fine. Just not the the inside of the labia. <laughs> you know how they're like, they're like, is it okay to massage your butt? And I'm like, yes, you can massage my ass all you want. Like... And when I mean the top, I just mean like this, like, you know, like the part that I like, know you're saying starts, the exterior. Yeah, not the inside. Like, I don't care. Um <laughs> your face is just what's sending me when you say this. <laughs> I am not shy. I do not give a fuck. It's not the content, it's literally your reaction to your own content. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. done with you. <laughs> oh, I mean <laughs> I wonder how my solo episode was. I haven't listened to it back all the way because I was like, uh. I'm not gonna lie, it was a little rough. You did really well in the winter, but you were suffering that day. So it my voice was gone. It reflected in the message. <laughs> you were just like, uh, and so like I guess she said this. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I don't know, it was something. <laughs> Yeah, your voice sounded so different. Like the spark was not there. My like, you had friendship and respect, but you didn't have that romantic spark in your voice. My, I was so parched. Like, and every time I drank water, I like it just never got better. I felt like SpongeBob and Sandy's, like Sandy the Squirrel's, like little like tank, like water. But like, I could just never get like hydrated. Like my voice just continued to sound like that. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I gotta make this quick um, before I die. It wasn't that quick. (laughs) You still had plenty to say. (laughs) Anyway, I applaud you. Okay, so what happened when they finished moaning? Um, Um, Heather tried to call Jen and like for TV. Oh yeah, Giselle. You know, Jenshot. Listen, Cat Moon to Cat Moon. Giselle should know better. Jenshot knows where Heather is. She's not into Mm -hmm. young bitches. Um. So yeah, that happened, and then um, 
Candace, um, they were all, well, I didn't take much notes after that. Cause I think that who, whose night was it to do like a cookout? Someone did like that barbecue shit that I'm oh. like this. Who whose night was it? I can't remember whose night it was. Giselle New Orleans thing too. Giselle's New Orleans thing happened episode five, I think. Day five. Pretty sure. Because this night they did like a barbecue at the house. And Candace was like confronted Portia just saying, like, what you said on chat room about Monique like hurt my feelings. Um, which I actually like understood what Candace was saying. Like you gave her a platform by saying like you know, like what would I can't remember what what was said, but um, like you gave her a platform for her opinions, and Giselle's like, well, I had your back, and she's like, I get that, but like I wasn't able to speak for myself. Like there, there's a difference, and I do think that there's a difference. Like even though it's like not to shade, like thank you for I think Candace was like acknowledging, like thank you for having my back in that moment, but at the same time, like I wasn't able to give my opinions the same way that you outwardly said Monique's opinions that she said to you know said to you and Portia didn't apologize well I feel like I get it for Candace I get what Candace was saying but also like maybe like it's just like just acknowledge like what Giselle tried to do and then you've expressed your just like your disappointment with Portia but like what's her face Giselle wasn't gonna like Giselle didn't know Portia was gonna come in with Monique's platform yeah because they weren't that close yet so like she did what she could for her friend in the moment too yeah and then they play that one game um eat like tell the truth or eat the scorpion and the only thing that like caught me like Whitney did the name they said name three lies that she said on camera she was like I'm not answering like we can talk about this between us she's mature Heather like who punched you and she ate the scorpion so it's like hmm, you say you didn't know who punched you but you're eating the scorpion so Heather just mm, she's definitely like the worst worse than Leah oh yeah her and Leah are like neck and neck honestly um Marisol says she trusts Leah the least but Avi because of the Leah drama no one likes Leah then it wasn't it was a Mardi Gras thing yeah so after that was a Mardi Gras thing um normally as a Capricorn I take notes and I like separate everything with like bullet points and like so it like looks nice and organized but I did not do that because I did this on my phone um so I got confused for a second um but yeah Giselle did the Mardi Gras thing and um was telling Portia Marisol and Alexia about the issues with between Candace and Chris and just saying like she didn't imply that like he was being inappropriate like you know like being sexually inappropriate but I'm like that's what you did and that's like when Leah screamed about sexual assault again and it's like that's not what happened yeah like no um I hate Leah the food looked bomb as fuck I was weak at Marisol and Alexia um talking in Spanish about Candace burping at the table bro they were so appalled because like that would we would be like who raised her like what barn did she come from that is so funny like i have like i don't even notice it or i don't realize i'm doing it it's involuntary at this point like when someone burps in public i always am like and people like oh i'm so sorry and i'm like oh sorry i'm just not used to being in a barnyard like yeah Also, it's so clear that 
I, yeah, whenever I accidentally burp in public, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But I also hate that Whitney and Heather can't read the room because no one cares about this Mormon shit anymore. Like not saying that Mormonism isn't like something to care about, but I'm saying they're Mormon drama. No one cares about it anymore. Everyone's so over it. They're like, oh, <laughs> and they're new. You know what I mean? Like it's already a new show. Like it's only season four coming up of Salt Lake City. Like no, some of them haven't even watched that shit. They're like, we don't give a fuck about this cousin ass Mormon ass drama anymore. I'm weak that Alexa keeps talking about like Miami being the only show that came back after eight years. And everyone's like, yeah, because it's the only one that got canceled after. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's a great statistic because you're the only Duh, bitch. <laughs> we never got a break. That's uh, so funny. It sends me every time. I do think like, I kind of, I don't know. Like there's something about this season with everybody's nights that like and they get better later like I'll when I talk about episode six but like a little bit as much as like I enjoyed I don't know why we have like New Orleans food and Cuban food and all this stuff that has nothing to do with like tie like I wish that the themes could be more like activities regarding like your personality or something to do with your show rather than like bringing like all these random cultures to the middle of nowhere in thailand yeah it seems kind of weird to do. i don't know why no like, i I, I agree like someone did something like signature culturally was like i think Teresa did like an italian dinner but they were like at a resort in the bahamas or something so like that's a little different than being like halfway across the world I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, that was episode four. I mean, yeah, day four. Um, do you remember day five? I'm sure you'll jog my memory. Oh god. Um, so I was like, I was like watching this in a haze on my bed on an iPad. Pepsi's I exhausted. Watch, oh, I did watch Pepsi try to box and then he fell. <laughs> yeah. I did see that part. <laughs> he is tired of the girls and he's like, all right, we got to add some activities. Like, let's let's get out some aggression with I boxing. Did like the, I did like the Muay Thai and I liked that they got the little outfits. Yeah. I want the pink one. I would have done it just to get the outfit. I don't know what they were, like, why they didn't show up. I would have just said that. Um, Giselle began, this is the beginning of Giselle asking about this uh- date. Casa Azul bottle. That's why I don't remember because I wanted to emotionally block out that episode. The fucking bottle. Yeah, I'm so over it. So Um, tacky and so stupid. I was like, couldn't y'all edit around this story? Because Giselle's like, it took me three weeks to find that bottle and I brought it to Thailand. Who took it? Like it I wouldn't even go over this episode because I was just so over it. Um, of course, Leah, let's just talk about Leah. A on her period, also having diarrhea and not wearing underwear. On her period with no underwear. I don't care if you wear tampons. That's gross. Absolutely horrid. You're just letting your vag hang exposed. No, thank you, ma'am. No, thank you. And in like a humid ass country too, sweating your little labia off. No. Mm -mm. No, thank you. Guess what, everybody? That's not hygienic. Put on some cotton panties, girl. Oh, 
somebody my neighbor locked their door when I said that <laughs> <laughs> somebody else who wears tampons and no underwear um yeah I forgot about the well okay Leah is like I don't feel good and then she faints and then she says that she's gonna die in the store it was all such a moment it was all such a moment all for her to just get up and be like wait Wait, well, did I buy the things that I needed to buy from the store? Ma'am. <laughs> and Alexia being like, I'll stand in front of you so they can lift your legs. <laughs> Everyone having sympathy and portion be like, she's just trying to put on a show. She really Leah's was. just so bad. I'm like, she was not this bad. I mean, she was pretty bad on Roni. Like, worse. Yeah, but she's just gotten worse. And I had such high expectations because she did. She is like one of the women who started streetwear in New York. And like, you know, I just admired her like in the same category of like Vashti and like all the streetwear girls in New York, which you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, Ale- I, Aaliyah, did what, I did know what Married to the Mob was before she joined the show. Yeah, like just like that whole bait, um, stussy, like, supreme yeah. culture um but seeing her i'm like i could just have lived without meet your heroes yeah mm. um so that was a moment that we did not need the rest of the episode was about that damn bottle it was and so the sad. rest of the, i appreciate that they went to the dispensary like oh yeah we gotta go get some weed because i get it i get it i get it I mean, um, and then the rest was about the episode. Do I have the right to search your room? I would be like, Candace, like, no, you're not searching my fucking room. Like, I don't have your damn bottle, bitch. Like, especially since her husband works in hospitality, like, I could literally go get a bottle if I wanted to. What the fuck am I going to do with your Casa Azul bottle? I think she just because she knows Candace is easy to trigger. Yeah. Because also, and poor Candace- Pepsi had a whole breakdown. Like, I can't deal with this. Because also, petty Candace, shit. Like, stop taking everything so seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. Giselle, who I love, is a clown. Treat clowns accordingly. Don't like give them the time of day. Yeah. So, should we take a break and go to episode six? Let's do it. All right. Episode six. You know, you could mute yourself if you're just chewing. <laughs> I know, but I. She literally, people, was like hiding from the camera with her hand over her mouth. I'm like, I versus like I've been coughing and gagging this whole episode and I just hit the mute button I was almost done chewing the cheese it so I was like well we just won't do the do the most okay so episode six this was today's episode or this week's episode um as you said Pepsi is losing his shit about everybody being a mess Mm -hmm. calls all the women together to like talk to them about themselves and he's like, I care about you. I don't like this fake, fake, nice, nice, fight, fight, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and Giselle just says, Giselle looks at Portia and goes, Pepsi isn't built for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Because they're like, uh, Portia's like, Pepsi is used to like regular vacationing girls. He is not used to housewives. And I'm like, that's the truth. Yeah. Like, someone's like, oh, Pepsi's so nice to us. We need to be nicer. I'm like, Pepsi is nice to you because he is being paid for a job. Don't get it twisted. Like, like, yes, he's hospitable. Yes, he's excited to be on television. But like, he's 
doing this because he's probably getting paid more money than he's ever been paid in his life. Absolutely. And that's when I thought about when, when Giselle said Pepsi isn't built for this. That's when I thought about me and my friends on our trip last week. I was like, Pepsi would not have been built for me and my friend butting heads last week at the table because we were doing that. <laughs> it was giving Leah Portia. Like we were just like having a moment. And then um, what they did was it was um, Marisol. Like this began, like, I can't remember if it was fully Marisol's event yet or if they just were doing like this cocktail event. Basically they were making cockies and they had like some mixologists come and like name all of the drinks. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of them was called Extra Stiff Cock. And it was like basically like a spicy marg probably or like something spicy. And what they did is like they ended it by putting this like little red pepper in there. And when they were sipping the drink, Candace goes, this makes me think of my man. And Portia goes, what, the little pepper? <laughs> it's like. No. <laughs> so like the thing about Portia is like she like slid that like little dig real quietly too. She's like, oh, the little pepper. And, <laughs> and Candace was like, no, he makes me my drink. And I was like, God, shut up, Candace. And then when Portia and Giselle took the sips of their spicy drinks, they were like, woo! Like they could not take it. It was too hot. <laughs> and it kind of reminded me again of the wedding that I was just at because they did spicy margs. And usually I don't drink spicy margaritas. And I was like, well, let me just try one. Baby, those drinks were infused. Like you were slurping a jalapeno down your throat every time and I was like and I was the same way like it was time for us to do like pictures with the bride and groom and I was like I'm gonna set this down on this counter (laughs) I felt really bad like handing it back to the server so I was just like we're gonna put it down here and I'm gonna just forget to pick it back up when I walk on my way back I love a spicy margarita and then um I'm trying to remember what Pepsi was doing oh my god um wait was it here um Pepsi is a freak nasty because then he's like well here's my signature cocky and it was called india what do you think that pepsi named his signature drink you're gonna you're not gonna guess it but just give a guess pee pee no sticky in your hand ew (laughs) (laughs) i screamed like when i tell you that this episode i literally was like why would you do that? Like, I just kept yelling at the TV. Sticky in your hand? And I just kept going, no, Pepsi. I was like, Pepsi. Sticky in your hand? I do not like that. I don't want anything sticky in my hand anymore. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you something about Pepsi, because I've been sensing it for all six episodes. Like, he, we know he wants to fuck Portia. I think because he sees how horny she is, he kind of wants to fuck Whitney. And then I think he said something to Giselle and Giselle's like, oh, yeah, Pepsi, it's going to go down, like, thinking that he's joking. And then Candace is like, Pepsi is like a brother to me. I don't want to hear about Pepsi's sticky hands. And I was like, oh, my God. And Heather said something really gross, but funny. I can't. She was just like, somebody who, like, gives you a drink that's sticking in your hand, like, knows what they're into or something. And I was just like, this is out of control. Like, someone walked in, and when they said the cocktail name, Heather's like, yeah, Pepsi's teaches about cum rags. And I was like, oh my God. Why, 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 why? Stop. This is why I was screaming in in my home alone at five in the afternoon on a Thursday. (laughs) Like it was out of pocket. Yeah. So this was Marisol's like dinner. 
her theme was like honoring her mom and like no disrespect to mama elsa but let mama elsa rest in peace y'all she she did the work let her rest where she deserves in the afterlife you know what i mean like we don't need to invoke her as frequently as we do um and basically (laughs) just almost like so how is this theme to your mother and because it was like thai food like it was just like good you know like marisol picked the menu and like did a good job with curating everything and marisol's like no she would just like the candles and that we were wearing white and that we were eating good food (laughs) oh i know but at the same time i was like that's not really a tribute that's just maybe like like, my mom would like this like party yeah and then during this dinner um leah's there i forgot how she came back but she was there um, oh, I guess she was there for all of it because she made like mocktails because they kept saying that she had a limp cock in her hand because <laughs> uh, there was no alcohol in it. But um, anyway, they're at dinner and oh, Giselle, because like remember how Leah was gone and Candace was like complaining about the cyberbullying with the tag and no tag or whatever in the pictures? Yeah, 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 yeah. Her cyberbully or whatever. So now that Leah was back, Giselle was like, how did you feel about it, Leah? And then this is when we get the by Leah by Portia by Leah by like they literally said it six times and Giselle had to be like okay y'all are both buys moving it, on it's very reminiscent of Marlo and Sheree yeah <laughs> yeah like the it was very that and Portia said it she was like oh because Leah had asked Giselle too like why does Portia hate me and so then when Giselle like brought it up at the table. Leah's like, I never said that. And I was like, oh, roll the tape, baby, roll the tape. And Portia was like, listen, some people just don't like each other. Like, you clearly don't like me. I don't like you. We don't, like, it's fine. And that is what it is. Like, it's not cyberbullying. It is what I, and like, Candace and I just kept bringing up that, like, they had, like, opened their heart about, like, how bad social media is on them. But people, like, people roasting your ass on social media is not related to someone not tagging you in a picture. Like, that's not transitive logic. You know what I mean? Yeah, the only thing I know is that, like, it is, it it, it is like, a little mean girl spirited, like, to not tag someone. But if you don't fuck with them, you don't fuck with them. And it does show. And the only thing I think would maybe be contentious, not contentious is the word, but that may... Yeah, I guess maybe contentious for Bravo is like revealing too much before the season's even out. Like it's clear that there's some sort of divide on the show, like because like that we can predict because you're not tagging them in this picture. You know what I mean? Like it was just very it gave you like a sense of like very what's the word? I don't know what the word for pre- predictable. Like they're revealing too much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like think predictive still- is a word, but it no, sounds right. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's why me, a not person, I just don't tag anybody in my picture. It's like my profile is public. If you're my friend, you know who you are in the picture. Like, stupid. I mean, all of my photos, I don't have any, all my tags are private, like for like that people tag me in. But I don't remember when the last time is that I posted someone outside of a <laughs> Do you have a business profile? That's pretty terrible. But yeah, no, for me, it's like, you know who you are in the photo. My profile is public if you want to reshare it. 
I don't care. Um, but I just thought that was like a false equivalence. Um, and then we have uh, like they basically just keep going into this. And it was just like weird. Uh, <laughs> like they were just basically um, other people are trying to chime in on like what the issue with Leah is. Yeah. They were like, Leah, you're just like not having a good time, blah, blah. I was weak because Marisol said that Candace was the loudest person in the group. And Candace was like doing that thing where she like is all of a sudden really calm and quiet. Like she's so introspective all of a sudden. She's like, actually, I'm not the loudest one in the group. You are, is like what she said to Marisol. I was like, Candace, bye. You're super loud. And that You're- is the way you talk. However, like that's not a normal thing to everyone. Like, and like we were talking about they're just both so self-sabotaging like you're creating this like narrative in your head so yeah that's how it's gonna play out like and they're just both so extreme and then I was screaming because I think it was Portia was like Leah go get one of your cigarettes then if you need it and I was like oh not so uh <laughs> not the body of the temple are we like you're not doing drugs but you're smoking cigs still drugs whatever I mean nicotine is a drug yeah, no judgment. I'm just saying like so much for like all doing. And that's like my thing with Leah is like what you were talking about is I don't think that I think she there are people who talk. Oh, my God. Hold up. Uh Oh, there are people who talk about doing the work. You know what I mean? And like go to therapy and they talk about what they talked about in therapy and all this stuff, but they don't actually like apply none of it lessons it's like as much as you verbalize it and intellectualize it if you don't just go do it you're not going to get any better like you said you have to experience well like you said in your instagram stories that not everybody has watched like you have to be uncomfortable and like deal with like the discomfort and the struggle that gets you to the other side first Mm -hmm. it's not just the like oh i'm saved or like Oh, I'm evolved or oh, or, I read this self-help book and I know it all. Like you have to apply it and apply it daily. It like, that's the only way. Yes. And so and I'm sick of it. Cause like the next day, so that was like dinner. There was also like another moment, like Whitney was telling like Leah and Candace, like, well, the point of this trip is like, we're supposed to be like forming bonds with one another and getting to know one another um Heather finally set up to Giselle by the way and like said all the things she said on the bus and so that was incredible she was like Giselle this is how I feel about you blah blah blah. and Giselle was like oh I just like had no idea like that you were having these because you know like basically Giselle calling Heather a liar and Mm -hmm. Heather was like I knew you weren't fucking with me from day one and so like I just didn't even bother with you blah blah um and Heather or Giselle actually like apologized and was like okay let's have a do-over which I thought was like very nice as well and then something happened I don't really remember but like Whitney and Heather temporarily called yet another truce like truce number 87 on this week-long trip um but they were like hugging in the rain and Heather was crying and just kept saying she was sorry and then like white women I'm so over they jumped into the pool together fully clothed in the rain I was like couldn't be me I'm not so in my over. And then with their microphone packs on, everybody's like, not the microphone packs. And of course, Marisol had to be like, I've already destroyed $6,000 worth of microphone packs on my time on Miami. It's like, Marisol, nobody asked you. <laughs> like, no one's asking for stats on how many pieces of equipment you've destroyed. Right. Like, that's a lot of equipment. 
And then the next day they're supposed to go to this like temple that like they do the spiritual practice. Whitney is dressed like she's about to be an, a stand in in the creep video for TLC with some fucking <laughs> satin matching shit. Her tits out and a brassiere. And Alexi's like, you can't go into the temple like that. But they didn't know she had like a button up shirt that was going to go on top. So anyway, they're about to eat breakfast. And like literally they're in a discussion again. And Leah just like goes like this. And yeah, she goes, I'm going to throw up. And like gets up from the dining room table runs like not in order like she didn't even go to where her room is she like ran to the opposite side of the dining room and then outside and like way too much like if you really have to vomit she would have vomited like in her hands or on the floor somewhere it took her at least 45 seconds to get from that table to wherever her bedroom was and I was like is there not a bathroom like in the common area or something and then she got all the way over there like after like and she was like making all these noises I can't make because it's going to make me cough, but like all these like extra gagging noises and stuff. And then of course, Candace goes and checks on her. It's like, Leo, what's wrong? And Leo's like, nothing. I'm dry heaving. Nothing will come out. And then there's like a medic like checking her and he's like, your blood pressure is good. Your oxygen saturation is good. Um, Do you want some electrolytes? Like <laughs> what to do for you? and like i think leah they were just giving her the placebo at this point because it's like there's nothing wrong with you but i don't know what happened they because i was like leah looks perfectly fine and candace is just like so like oh like leah's just suffering and these women have no empathy for her and blah blah no empathy because one she sucks and two she's not sick like she looks perfectly fine. She right. didn't you broke a sweat. You know, like how sometimes when you feel sick, yeah, you up, like your face is splotchy. Or you're oh like- yeah, if I have like TMI, a really bad IBS episode, I sweat like it. Like I come off, yeah, out of the bathroom looking like I just ran five miles. Yeah, it's like you something has happened in your body. This girl looked perfectly fine, and then I don't know why, because I was like, you know, in and out um they took her to the er so then she doesn't go on the temple trip and apparently she planned the temple trip and this is where i'm like miss ma'am needs to like look inward as to why like her body like she's psychosomatically reacting to this so harshly and i think it's because she has to be around people that aren't yes people like i think there's something where like Again, when you think you're doing work and stuff, you're surrounding yourself with people who support you, but also like sometimes who not enable you, but like coddle you. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh yeah, you're doing great. Even if they don't really know. Or, or who like, aren't like holding you accountable correct. or just putting up with your bullshit. Like yes, people, like yes. people pleasers. And so when you're smacked at <laughs> with women who make you face like what you don't like, what, like about yourself or- because what you don't like about other people is normally a reflection of what you don't like about, like there's something internally that you need to like figure out. Of course, there's uh, other things that go outside of that. But you know I what I mean? I find it really weird that like, or I find it really interesting that all of her like experiences that she keeps choosing are like these things about like spirituality or connection or all this stuff. And she's not able to do that. Nope. Herself. Like there's just such an irony there. Um, and Marisol... I don't know if Marisol's doing this subconsciously or on purpose, but she now starts calling her poor Leah all the time. She's like, oh, poor Leah's like so sick all the time. 
Leah's got, I was like, oh my God, Portia has infected everybody's brains. And I think, yeah, Leah has like Munchausen's at this point is how I feel. Like she's not sick. Something, it's all psychosomatic. Anyways, they go to the temple. Tiny ass Candace, the way she had that big ass hat, she has a bigger bag. She has like this weird big straw bag. And I'm like, is this a Napoleon complex that like you're so tiny, all of your accessories have to be like the same height as you? It just looks she looks crazy. Crazy. It's kind of like how Portia said, like thumb with a hat. This was like thumb with a shoe or thumb with a glove or something. Um, but the ceremony was really beautiful. Like they basically like offered these intentions to these monks and like it was this whole process you have to provide an offering they all like said very like heartfelt things at like I know that Candace her little signatures like she's always saying something like shady you know she has like right. little plays. but I felt like it was too much like there was something where she was like I didn't know if these women were gonna know how to act in the temple but uh, I guess their home training suited for five minutes. And I was like, Candace, can you just like let the temple moment be a nice moment? Right. Like we don't have to have, like that Scorpio rising jumped out of her. It's like, you don't have to attack every single thing that every person does. Also, you only just dislike two women. So why are you putting that on everybody when you're really just trying to dog out portions? Right. Like say what you need to say. And then um, they all had these little cards and it was like, Pepsi was reading the cards to them because they were in Thai. It was like almost like tarot card reading or something. So he was like, oh, I love that. Um, Giselle was like pretty much the only one with a bad one. It said like she was going to date a broke man or something. And Giselle was like, that's not going to happen because I don't date broke people. But I was like, maybe that's Jason. Um, who's not broke, but like compared to maybe what she's used to. And then Candace's was like something like, you're in an, in an ocean, but you always like survive the tide. And so of course she was like, yep, that's me. Like I always like, you know, get past all this adversity that everyone keeps placing my way, no matter how hard they try to bring me down. <laughs> like here we fucking go. And she goes, you know, and this is in her confessional. She's like, you know, it's lonely planning a headlining tour. I'm like, Candace, it's one album you have five dates in like clubs of like a few hundred, maybe a couple thousand people. Let's calm down. Like you've tried to get Deep Space nominated for a Grammy two or three years in a row now. Like you re-released Deep Space to try to get it nominated for a Grammy again. Like it's enough. I've had of her energy. And then, and then Portia said something. He was like, you're going to get in a fight with a lesbian. <laughs> Portia was like, what? Not get into a fight with a lesbian. <laughs> it was, they were like, uh, is that translation right? Or they called her a lesbian. Like, it was just so confusing. And Portia just said, unsubscribe. <laughs> it was so funny. Literally, this whole series, whenever I'm watching Portia and Giselle, that would be us. Like, experiencing this show we would just be like what is going on like i'm just all saying like pepsi isn't built for this and your more show like unsubscribe but I, I am would, so weak i would not be like giselle with the bottle though that's so tacky okay last thing very um, oh sticky in my hand was at dinner okay i got that mixed up oh because so dinner this night is whitney's event and because it's Whitney and she's a Libra, she had to make it a sensual tantric event. So it was all about like indulging your senses. Taste. I have feelings. No, not feelings. 
just senses. Hairlines? No. <laughs> I know you're trying to make a moment, but none of those things. <laughs> um, but like, you know, all about like indulging your taste and indulging touch and like all this stuff. Um, and she did look actually really hot in her outfit. I was like, come on, Whitney. And Giselle said, sun-kissed Barbie <laughs> in her mirror before she left. And she did look cute, though. So I was like, okay, Giselle, I'll go to you. They had dinner, though, at 1021. And I know you're used to, like, the late-night lifestyle. But you know me. I was like, 1021 with these bitches? I'm not having it. And then um, I was like, tantric meal is very Libra. Like, oh, we, like, indulging in all of our senses. And then they had this like Irish chef. Yeah. And it was funny because like he wasn't really cute, but you know, with the accent and the cooking and then they're talking about like sexual stuff. Like even the girls were like, oh, like I'm not usually like an Irish man kind of girl, but like he's doing something. And then Giselle and Marisol were trying to figure out what kind of penis he probably has. And they were, (laughs) someone was like, you have to judge it by the nose. And they're like, no, you have to judge it by the extremities. They were like, do you see how he has long skinny fingers? He's got like a long skinny penis and Marisol and Giselle were like, we need girth. We need to feel something inside of us. I've heard Irishmen have girth and <laughs> length. I, I like maybe the ones that I've seen are hot. I was like, I think Irish guys are hot. So I don't know. But this was like the second time today. Like a friend of mine told me that she was like meh on Irishmen. And then um, these women were kind of acting like they were meh on them. I was like, I thought they were fine. I think Irishmen are hot. I mean, I, I think men are hot. It doesn't matter what race, what age. Like, this is a men love podcast, no matter what we say. We said age men are hot at the beginning, but, like, we also love men. They're <laughs> cowards, <laughs> but we need them. <laughs> they got girth. Um, yeah, length and girth. And then Portia for a minute, um, she was like, oh, am I the last one at dinner? And they're like, we're missing Alexia. She goes, who's Alexia? <gasps> they were like, yeah, of course, they were trying to make that a moment. And then um, that's when the confessional and Marisol was like, that was so funny. She didn't even remember Alexia. And then she's like cackling. She goes, oh, my God, that's my best friend. And then she starts cackling. Again. <laughs> I was like, Marisol's killing me. And then um, they like either Pepsi or the chef said like the tie word for vagina and Whitney didn't pick it up. And Marisol was like, Whitney, have you not learned any ties since you've been here? This is also your dinner. Like, why don't you know this stuff? I was like, oh, shady Marisol. I'm living for it. She's like, and you're hosting a slutty dinner. And then, of course, um, Whitney took the chance to get on the pole at the end. And her tits were out and her vagina was out. And she talked about, like, Justin losing his job. And then when she was pole dancing. Was on the pole? No, before at dinner. Okay. I was like, she's working on the pole and like, Justin lost his job. Justin lost his job. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> before. I'm just trying to rush, but we're probably going to have to do like a wrap up anyway. Um, And then Alexia said, I feel she's, Alexia said she feels uncomfortable for Whitney's kids when she's watching the pole dancing. So I'm interested to see if that comes up next episode. So we'll see. Um, I wonder if after this they watched Salt Lake City and, were, and I mean because that mud scene or that paint whatever they were doing. Oh, they did. Ooh. They did. They talked about that and like how that's how he lost his job and like. So yeah, it was like um, I think Alexia and Marisol, although they're like sex positive, I think like Whitney's brand of sexual empowerment is like a little too much for them. Yes. 
because Super like the episode when they were t- when she was talking about the dinner she's like i'm looking for she's like i'm sorry if this is too vulgar and i was like oh they must have had a conversation about this before she's like but like when i'm telling people to be quiet i'm like put a dick in your mouth and then she was like looking for like phallic things to have at like the dinner table and stuff but yeah she like had these um tie pole dancers come first and they taught the girls how to pole dance and then of course not leah leah was still in the emergency room <laughs> and then i'm sure no one missed her i don't notice when she's not there high key um and then like i said they taught everybody how to pole dance and then whitney starts pole dancing because of course she needs to have her moment um and like i said her tit was out at one point her vagina was out at one point because you see the pixelated on the screen and alexi was like i'm just embarrassed for her kids and i was like oh i hope that gets addressed next episode and that's the only thing i don't like about the peacock shows is they don't do the preview or at least girls trip they never do previews yeah i'm like i need to know what's gonna happen uh i'm so excited to watch then this was actually a really funny episode like i was I just kept screaming, no! Like, when Pepsi did stick in my hand, I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> Pepsi is trying to fuck. That's all. Pepsi has four wives. He said it in one of those other episodes. I remember. Yeah, the last episode, he said he had four wives. Listen, we, this is, like we said, this is a men-loving uh, men loving podcast. But one other thing we know about men, they are nasty. They're all nasty. Nasty creatures. Including your grandpa, including your teacher. Nasty creatures. Your boss, they're all freak nasties. Nasty. So let that let that be confirmed. But I'm glad that you're pro Irishman too, because I was like, what is this slander that I'm hearing? Because I was like, this doesn't nope. seem for me. Luck of the Irish, me. Okay, Dolo, you get you want that poly. <laughs> <laughs> That's an Irishman I don't want, actually. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. That's an Irishman I don't want. Mm-mm. But, uh, but yeah, elevator man, you could be Irish. I'd be okay with that. But like, actually Irish, not like my grandpa's yeah. Irish. I'm not fucking with that. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Like from Ireland and yeah, top accent. of the morning. Yeah, he better be on top in the morning. Oh, yeah. I gotta calm down. <laughs> Aries season is still going. Now you typing. I hate you so much. All the episode title p- potentials I have are very sexual. Length and girth on top in the morning. <laughs> Anyways, this oh, is another God. publicly funded, family-friendly episode of Pop of Color Pod. If you enjoy listening to us being filthy, um, please tell your friends to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pop of Color Pod. If you didn't notice, Indy and I were both live tweeting Vanderpump Rules at different points in time last night. Um, and obviously subscribe to us on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Give us five-star ratings. Talk about how funny and smart and um, wonderful we are. Um, yeah. There's no Bravo recaps like ours. <laughs> They're the best. Absolutely not. And um, yeah, we will see you guys next week. Adios. Cucarachas. Oh, oh, oh.